Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up? It's Maddie. Joe Jackson one, welcome. Alberto Faro? Red Coop Life, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tech support, what up? Michael, welcome to the call. If you guys can give me one thumbs up if you can hear me all right. And two, drop in where you're calling from. Let's see where everyone's coming in. Coming in for the live all over the world. Red Cup Life. Welcome, Sin Zinni, Unstoppable, Blando, Blento, Alf, Alberto, Alfaro, I uh, just saw yours earlier, Kansas, Sinzi, Kansas, that's what's up. I have some rental properties in Kansas. The ATL, Unstoppable's calling from the ATL. JC Babin, EAU, gave me the thumbs up, what up? Mass Journalist, K9 Ampton. What's going on? Welcome to the call, guys. NATO. Yeah, oh, what up? Uh, Philly. Oh, Joe's calling in from Philly. Let me see what we got. Two months. Michael. Antigua. Huh. That's dope. K9 Ampton, things are going well. Things are going real well. My family just got to DC, so things are good. Um, H-Town, of course, of course. Master Analyst, like I said, everything's going good. Let me see, let me pull up all this, all this stuff. Wow, guys, happy to see you joining the live. Shannon, welcome. Nikita? Fabri20, Florin? Welcome, happy to have you. Mind and Power Training, join the live as well too. Shout out Mind and Power Training, happy hand. The Football Addicts, what up? Guys, if you didn't know, I just did a podcast with the Football Addicts like a week ago, or maybe a week and a half ago. Good podcast, great questions, great vibes. I enjoyed it. They're gonna build something pretty cool over there, so I'm looking forward to that. Let's see, what's your bracket like? Mine is, let's go, okay. Before we jump into the live, let's go over my bracket. So as you guys know, I don't really watch any sports at all. Most of my friends who are pretty big fans of sports, I just ask them what I should pay attention to. Because um, they spend most of their time watching it. So like, if they're watching it and they pay attention way more than me, they obviously are much better suited at just giving me the update on what it is I should pay attention to and whatnot. So the guys in the locker room, so sites, um, my teammate sites, he set up the brackets. And what I like to do is I like to set my bracket in three minutes or less. So I did my bracket. So let me, let's see what I got. So I got my bracket pulled up. So we did on the Yahoo. So my bracket is, I don't know what this is. MSST, what is that? Oh, that's... I don't know. Mich I don't know. Michigan State versus Michigan. And then Virginia and Kentucky. That's my final four. So I don't really... I don't know if that's good or bad. I like to just go for upsets and stuff. So the only research I do is once I see the bracket, I see all the... the, the seeds based on however they do the odds and stuff. And then I just... I pick based on the seeds. And I'm, I'm pretty big into upsets. So... The lower, the lower your seed, which means the lower your seed means the lower your ranking, I think. So I've got Kentucky winning it 62 to 54 over Michigan in the final. So that's my bracket. Or that's my final. That's what I've got over there. So, um, 
But yeah, that's my bracket. So, yo, guys, you know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode. That's what I was looking up right now. I think we're on episode 18. Yeah, we're episode 18. Pretty sure. Uh, last week we went over self-initiative. This week we're on to step three of the Ameriquois, of the seventh step Ameriquois process. You know the first three steps of the Ameriquois process are the three S's of self-awareness. Self-honesty, we went over that in week one. Self-initiative, we just went over that last week. And step three is self-accountability. So what does that even mean? Well, short word for that is discipline. It's basically self-discipline. So in first week we went over Self-honesty. How are you self-honest? Well, if there's something that you know you could be better at or you like or don't like about how things are transpiring or what's going on or how it's look overlooking, you have to be able to at least ask yourself the first question. Hey, do I like the results that I'm seeing? Do I like where I'm at right now? And if you can be honest with yourself and say, no, I don't. Well, then the next question you need to ask yourself is, am I willing to do what's necessary to overcome the situation? Am I willing to put in the work? Am I willing to learn what I need to learn? Am I willing to be the bigger person? Am I willing to self-reflect? Whatever that is, if the answer to that question is yes, you've completed self-honesty and you can move on to self-initiative, which we went over last week. But that means, what action am I gonna take? Initiative, action. What am I going to do to align with being honest with myself about doing the things I said I want to do to overcome what it is I want to overcome? But being honest with yourself is great. Taking self-initiative, AKA action is great, but it means nothing without consistency over time. And what is that? That is self-accountability. And guess what? No one is going to help you achieve your goals better or gonna be more dedicated to achieving your goals than you should be towards achieving your goals. And that is where self-accountability plays a huge, huge role in the three steps of self-awareness, right? It's great that you, you want to make a change. It's great that you're taking action towards that change. But what are you doing? What, if you're being honest with yourself, what do you know you need to do? Because you know yourself better than anyone else knows you, right? You are you. Or you could be the culmination of like the experiences you've had and the previous stuff. But we'll go down that rabbit hole maybe a little bit later. But let's just for the sake of argument or the sake of philosophical debate say that you know you better than anyone else knows you, or at least you should work towards understanding who you are better than anyone else can understand who you are. And in knowing yourself, you know what you do to self-sabotage, or you know what you need to put in place to keep yourself from self-sabotaging. That is self-discipline. That is completely underrated and probably a reason that a, a, a big part of the process most people fall off the wagon because it's the most difficult because it's it's basically the the same thing as who's going to what do you do when no one's looking right it's very easy to not hold yourself accountable because you can always make the excuse ah oh, this time doesn't matter uh this it's not that big of a deal it's it's small this time it's not a big deal this time doesn't matter Right, Dylan, welcome to the call. Minnesota, what up? Welcome, Bronx underscore blues, happy to have you. Um, BGA Photography, I don't think I've seen you in the live before. Welcome to the live, happy to have you. Esta Banca, Banca 14 joined. What up, happy to have you. Guys, let me know where you're calling in from. I'm kidding, we're getting people all over the place right now. So, moving back to that, what was it? What was it saying, oh, okay. A lot of people will say, this time doesn't matter. It's not that big a deal. It's just a little thing. Okay, if that's true, let's think about that for a second. If this time doesn't matter, and it's not that big of a deal, then why not just do it? If it doesn't matter, then why not just do it? Because it doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter, then just do it. If it doesn't matter, then just do it. Just get it done with and move on. But if it... But then you say, well, okay, well, it does matter. Okay, well, if it does matter, then do it because it's, it's important and you need to and it matters. So you got to MSL yourself into making it a win-win for you anyway. When you don't want to do what you know you need to do, you trick yourself into doing it anyway. And when you do want to do 
or when you do want to do what you know you need to do, well then that's just a win-win, baby. You know what I'm saying? Then, then, then you're smooth sailing because you're enjoying what you're doing and you're doing what you know you should be doing. And that's a lot easier to hold yourself accountable to than the things you don't want to do. Case in point, you guys know with me, you saw me in the off season, the thing I hate more than anything, more than anything, is running. And that's probably the, the probably, probably pick the wrong sport if the thing that I hate the most is running. I know that, I understand that, but you know what I also understand? I can't play this game if I don't run. And even though every single time I wake up and I go for my run and I put on, or I put on my shoes and I'm gonna have to go run whether it's on the treadmill or out on the outside or whatever, I probably go through a hundred different reasons why I don't have to run or I shouldn't run or today doesn't matter or this sucks or I should just quit or give up. But I do it anyway. And the reason I do it anyway is because I'm saying, okay, if even after all that, all the internal self-sabotage, all the things I'm telling myself about why this isn't important, why I don't need to do it, why I don't really care about it that much anymore, if I can get through that other side, if I can just take one step, well then I already took one step, so let's take two. And since I took two steps, let's just take three. And since we're already going, we might as well get to 10. And once we're at 10, we say, hey, we're farther away from one than we were when we started. And now all of a sudden we're at 20. And now all of a sudden we're halfway through. And since we're halfway through, well, we might as well keep going. And then before you know it, it's over. And you feel better because of it. And you know you did what you needed to do. And you see the results of that once you keep yourself and hold yourself accountable over a long duration of time. We've talked about this many a times, linear versus exponential results and short-term versus long-term thinking. Guys, that is the topic and the theme of today, self-accountability. What are some things that you are making excuses as to why you can't hold yourself accountable? Drop them in the, in the chat below. I'd like to see some of the things that, what are some of the excuses you make up and lies you tell yourself to justify why you do what you know you shouldn't or why you don't do what you know you should be doing? There you go. Let's get this more interactive like that. You know what I'm saying? I tell you guys all the stuff that I'm going through and what I'm thinking when we're talking about the MSL out here. The Mental Strength League, for those of you who might be joining in on the call today. Yeah, if this is the first time you're joining in on the call, welcome. You've joined the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. We're in episode 18. My name is Quincy Maracua. I'm in my 11th year of professional soccer and major league soccer and I currently play for DC United every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. I go live on the at perfect underscore soccer account to discuss the MSL. Yes, I said I play in MLS, but the game I'm really playing and the game you're playing and you may not even know or be aware that you're playing it is the MSL. And that is the Mental Strength League, my friends. How are you doing in this mental, in the mental game. How are you doing? How's it going? Well, in this show, we discuss ways to improve your mentality. And you know, what brings us together is the beautiful game of soccer. Yes, soccer, I know. If I know I've got a lot of international people on here now who call it football, but guess what? I was born in America. You know what I mean? If, uh, if I use the metrics, if we, we don't use the metrics, metric system out here either. So I mean, if you're not as equally angry that we don't use the metric system as the fact that we call it soccer and not football, then, you know, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But yeah, go live every Thursday. We talk about the MSL. This is your opportunity and chance to ask me pretty much anything and everything. Uh, well, actually, you can ask me anything. Um, I might not answer everything, but uh, what I do is I make sure that I do my very best to give you insights from, you know, the mindset of a professional soccer player. So we're tech, decades worth of experience. It's a lot of things of how to learn to uh, make it this long in the game. And, you know, many of the lessons I've learned on the soccer field is what I've applied to my business endeavors off the field. One of those business endeavors being Perfect Soccer, where we're creating a community and going to create a community of 10 million self-sufficient, goal-oriented, focused individuals. And I'm happy to have you as a part of the 10 million club, whether you're joining us live right now or you're watching the live replays that I post over on the Perfect Soccer YouTube account. 
every Thursday. So guys, as always, thanks again for joining. Uh, a couple of things. Well, oh yeah, one more thing. For those of you who might be joining live, all these concepts, the things we're talking about, the things that I break down and we go over, the questions we answer, 99% of all the questions asked, we've already probably answered to a, to a certain degree in our book, The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, Master the Nine Keys to Soccer Success. You can get a copy for yourself, and guess what? You have no excuse not to because it's free. It's free. All you got to do is go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book and get yourself a copy today. So let's see what we got here. Start scrolling through these comments. K9 Hampton said, I've been making excuses not to do my AP stats to do soccer instead. Well, guess what, man? And you already know this. If you want to play college soccer and eventually go pro, school is a key component in that process. And that is the way that I made it pro. That's the way that Ross made it pro. And uh, you always have to have your plan B. It's funny, we, who's the type? Some people are saying, you should never have a plan B. Plan A should be the plan B. Um, that's foolishness. That is foolishness. That's almost like, if you're not first, you're last. Old Ricky Bobby. Um, Bronx said, when New York City FC visit Audi Field, can you tell Hamid, Ariola, Rooney, and Acosta to not do anything? Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I'll, 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 I'll let them know, but I, I can't promise that they're going to listen. Uh, Alejandro said, sometimes with school, I can't really focus on my soccer. So sometimes I focus on my soccer more. So what do I do? Wait, sometimes with school, I can't really focus. I think you mean, you meant to say you can't really focus on school because you're too focused on soccer. Uh, and what, it, what should you do? Well, you need to get down on it. I would guess... I would guess, this would be a guess, that you have not written down your soccer-specific goals and your soccer plan for how you're going to reach your goals. Because, because I bet if you did, you wouldn't spend anywhere near as, you wouldn't waste the time in school thinking about the things that you want to do with soccer because you already have your plan mapped out. You know what you need to do and you know when you need to do it. And with, with having that clarity of mind, you can dedicate the time you need to dedicate to school so you can continue to play soccer. But if all you're thinking about is soccer while at school, you're probably not giving the full effort that you need to in school to make sure that you can continue to play soccer, which then affects your soccer negatively. Um, and I know a lot of players struggle with doing that or they're saying that they don't, maybe they don't necessarily know how to do that. But we wrote a blog article on our website on, uh, what was it? Three tips for soccer success. I think that's the name of the article um, and then um, goal setting for soccer so if you're having difficulty or wanting to know how to do that go check out that article and oh this is a great opportunity as well to let you guys know we've also since launched our uh, be pro by perfect soccer mentors program where we walk you through that entire process with a where you get one-on-one -on -one with a perfect soccer pro so if you're interested in that and you know you're feeling you need one-on-one -on -one personal guidance on doing that and putting those things into place, you'll want to go over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O, B-Pro, and uh, fill out our application for that. That's, you know, our high-level coaching services that we have just started implementing because I've had a lot of people reaching out um, for that. So if that is something that would be of interest to you, definitely go sign up. Uh, I think we're just doing the beta program right now. We're limiting it to the first 10 people who get involved. Um, and then in the future, we'll open it up maybe in the next few months beyond that. Um, uh, Minnesota said, not, not necessarily an excuse, but on a similar note, I often find myself not upholding my goals, like working on footwork or, or working out. And there, in Minnesota, I would also say that's because you haven't broken down your goals into day-by-day -day actionable plans um, or day-by-day -day actionable steps that you can, oh, there you go, in alignment with today's theme of self-accountability, self-discipline. It's a lot easier to be disciplined when you don't have to think about disciplining yourself. So 
what is something you can do to put in place put in place what it is that you need to do so that you're no longer having to think about doing the right thing. So let me give an example. If you know you're very, you're very bad at eating healthy or maintaining a healthy diet, uh, here's some, uh, here's one thing that you do or, and you know yourself, so you're honest with yourself. One thing you should definitely do is meal prep, right? So on Sunday, you should go to the grocery store, buy all the food that you need to, and then cook a massive amount of, let's say, pasta and, and portion all of your stuff, put it into Tupperware containers, put it in the fridge, and have that set for the entire week. And now, you don't have to think about what am I going to eat tomorrow, and well, what if I, you know, I run into traffic and I can't do this, or homework is too long and I can't cook, or the stove breaks, or something like this. Any and every little stupid tiny excuse that you can allow to be the barrier between you doing what you know you need to do and not doing what you know you need to do, remove that as being a, even a potentiality, a potential possibility. Don't allow it to be a possibility. I'll give you another example. For myself, I love ice cream. I love it. If it is in my house, if it is next to me, if it is in my general vicinity, if I'm going for a walk and I, and I pass by it, I'm going to get ice cream. I'm going to eat a lot of it. And I'm going to eat more than I need to because I don't need it. But I need it. You know what I mean? I don't need it, but I need it. I need it. So what is something that I don't do? When I go to this, here's two things I, I don't do. These are rules of mine. I cannot go to the grocery store when I'm hungry. I have to eat something before I go to the grocery store. You know why? Because when I'm hungry, then all of a sudden I'm walking down the middle aisles. I'm walking down the middle aisles. You know, I'm grabbing some, I'm grabbing some chips. I'm, I'm grabbing some, I'm grabbing some ice cream. You know, I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing candy. I'm grabbing stuff I shouldn't be grabbing and then I'm putting it in my house and then it's in my house and now it's just two steps away. What am I going to do? I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it and I know I shouldn't. So do not, I don't buy it in the first place. And then I don't walk by it. And not only, maybe I can't control the fact that I'm going to walk by it in the grocery store. So to further prevent and help myself from doing what I know I shouldn't do, I, I'll eat before I get there. Right? What is that version for you? What is that? What is your ice cream? What is your ice cream? And what do you need to do to put in place to prevent yourself from, you know, allowing moments of weakness to take over? Because sometimes it's still going to happen, but not anywhere near as much. And it's not going to derail you from reaching and accomplishing your goals. Uh, Jordan, thank you for that. Let me pin that. Soccer high school, soccer dot high school say, Quincy, I just joined uh, a school, first school in Canada, so all my schedule is messed up. How you set up the these stuff like gym and field, uh, fine fields and technical, other stuff during school. How many hours are in the week? Soccer dot HS. I want you to, to, before I answer your question, I want you to tell me, I want you to write below how many hours are in a week. Alejandro said video games is my ice cream. So what do you need to do, man? What do you need? What do you need to do? What do you need? I want you to tell me what you need to do to hold yourself accountable for what it is that you say you, you want to do. Jack Chrome Gold 27, welcome to the call. Happy to have you. Ja XIV. Join. Hola. Let's see. K9 Ampton asked, uh, do you have much free time as a pro? Yes, you have a lot of free time. I'd say a majority of, when not training, you have a lot of free time as a pro. And I think that is the biggest strength and the biggest weakness of pro soccer players. Especially with the fact that most uh, players go pro before, like while they're young. So let's say anywhere from like 16 to 23 years old is the range where uh, guys go pro. And then that is their first experience with the real world in terms of like a real job. So they're getting paid for the work that they do on the field. 
And what that tends to do from what I've seen in my experience is it gives them a warped sense and a warped perspective as to what the, what the rate, what the, what the average person has to dedicate in terms of time to receive, um, a dollar. Um, so let's say, you know, the average training session is two hours of the day. And let's say, let's say for instance, you report in to training at nine 30. Um, like your report time is nine 30. So that means you just have to be in by nine because training is going to start at 10. Now that does not mean that a lot of guys or certain guys um, don't come in earlier to get treatment, to do extra work, to do all that. But let's say you're required to be in by nine 30. Well, that's already well after the time that many people have to go into work on a normal day. Let's say normal people have to, the regular person has to go in anywhere from seven to eight o'clock. So you're in by nine 30. Um, you get in, you start by 10. Let's say you train from 10 to 11 30, 12. So you train for two hours. Then you've got 30 minutes afterwards. If you wanted to, you could probably shower, eat and leave. So if you are a pro that puts in minimal effort and time, you could be in and out in three hours a day and you're making, you're making at least what would be a full-time salary for someone in that, in a regular job. Well, doing that at the age 16, 17, 21, 23, um, for many years until let's say you no longer are playing anymore and you no longer have a job playing professional soccer. Now you have to get a regular job. You are completely slapped in the face with a real understanding of how much time the the average person has to invest to to make their money, right? To for their livelihood, and it's usually only then when pro players realize and understand that they wasted probably eighty percent of the free time that they had while they were playing. I very much hope that by doing this show, talking with guys in the locker room, talking with guys across the league going to you know union meetings rep meetings and all that kind of stuff i get guys to start being more uh forward thinking as opposed to uh thinking and making decisions in hindsight but even after saying all of this and repeating this till i'm blue in the face and i could put tens twenties hundreds of other pros who said that they wasted their time and uh, they regretted doing so many players end up doing the same exact thing but if we can get one of you guys to not waste your time you will see great, great results as a result of it. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota said, things to cop, perfect soccer t-shirt and a Marquardt DC kit. You already know. Yo guys, when you guys gonna get some merch, get some merch, support the brand, you know, spread our message. If you, if you like what we represent, you like what we stand for, rep the brand. Let's see. Fernando Dominguez, welcome to the live. Happy to have you. Um, let's see. Uh, Alex, oh, Alex Castro. What up? Social media is my ice cream. Oh, I got uh, another one for you. One thing that I've always done from a young age is if there's something that I like a lot, so let's say I really like ice cream, that's it. Ice cream is probably the one thing that I've liked a lot that I haven't actually turned into a business endeavor to make money. But let's say I really enjoy playing video games. If you're going to spend a lot of time doing something, at the very least, I think it would be wise to make money through doing so. So at least you can justify why you're spending the time doing it. If you're spending money to do something, then you have to understand that that means it's just entertainment and you can't spend all your time doing things that are just purely entertainment because that's not productive. But if you're spending your time in something and it turns into an investment of time because it returns you time in the future or pays you to do so, now it's not necessarily entertainment, right? That's what I used to do with video games. So I really loved playing video games. I'm a hard, I was a hardcore gamer when I was younger. So what I would do is I'd mod Xboxes. Um, mod Xboxes and consoles. So I could continue playing video games. 
Joe, Joe Jackson, welcome to the live. Joe asks, how much, how much did you train when you were around 14? Uh... Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. We train, I think we, with my, with my team, we train like three times a week and then we had games on the weekend. I think that was, that was our training schedule for my youth team. I can't completely remember, to be honest with you. Um... You definitely got to talk to Ross about uh, training while he was a youth player. Um, as you guys know, like from our stories, Ross was much, much more proactive in his youth career to definitely get to the collegiate level as opposed to me. And uh, our options uh, for college soccer were vastly different because of that. So, and then on top of that, when I was, when I was 14, um, where soccer in America was, was nowhere near where, where it is right now. It's, it was nowhere near the level of popularity and, um, and it was nowhere anywhere near as on the rise as it is right now. So as the years are gonna continue to move on here and uh, progress, uh, the competition here is just gonna get greater and greater and, and the amount of work and technical ability and soccer IQ that you're gonna have, you're gonna have to have to compete is going to be, um, it's going to be a lot, and there's a big reason why I'm doing my best to teach and uh, showcase and promote the MSL as much as possible because, uh, to be honest, for me, I feel the thing that is the fundamental thing that separates players and their ability to excel at this, at this level or even to level up through the ranks is, is all up here. It's the mental foundation. I've seen a lot of amazingly talented players collapse because they can't they can't get the mental side of the game they spent no time developing it they didn't even understand it was a game to be played or to be mastered and uh they they definitely suffered the consequences as a result of that daniel wake welcome to the live ibrahim happy to have you let's see what we got you can see yeah jordan said youtube is my ice cream but i usually look for videos that will help me improve if i take action yeah um I mean, that's awesome to hear. For me, uh, when I'm looking at anything I'm doing, when I'm spending my time on anything, so if I'm paying attention to anything, for me, I've trained myself to the point now, and the only reason I know this is because um, I just, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, my friend came over, he was playing some just like, to me, what I believe are just like pointless, useless YouTube videos, just like literally making me sick. And I was like, why am I getting sick from this? And uh, over the years, I've just built up a habit of recognizing when something isn't adding value to my to my life, to my knowledge, to my curiosity, to my growth. I immediately don't even want to look at it. It's almost like um, it's almost like you know, like if there's like a food that if you smell it makes you gag, right? That's how I look at um, uh, useless information now. So and. And what does that mean, useless information? Uh, by that I mean, for me, anything, I deem something as useless information if it's information that I receive now that has no potential to add any value or substance to my life moving forward. So, um, it's something for which I, I, don't, I don't naturally enjoy. So, I know a lot of people love cat videos. Right? I think cat videos are the most popular videos on YouTube or something like that. I don't particularly, I don't have like a soft spot in my heart for cats. So like watching a, a video of cute cats doesn't, like for me, I feel that's useful, useless information for me. Because it's not put, pouring joy into my heart like it may be for someone else. Right? And it's not helping me learn how to be... Um, it's not helping me to learn, well now it's making me really think, but I'm going, it's not necessarily, or at least I can't see a way in which it's directly helping me learn how to um, better myself personally or from a personal development standpoint. So I don't see uh, the cat videos in this analogy, in this example, as a tool. I see it as a, as, um, 
as an expense. I see it as a, um, a, a spending of my time rather than an investment of my time. But that's not to say that they, that may not change. Maybe I start to become a cold, heartless person and I need to watch cat videos to fill my soul. But until that point, until I get there, until I can self-reflect and I'm self-honest to the point that says, you know what, Quincy? You need to watch some cat videos because you've been ignoring that for too long and uh, you need to experience that. I'm not, and like I tell you guys, I'm not, I'm open to the idea that I'm wrong. And because of that, I'm willing to be open to receiving any information. But as, as I see, find out, and learn that it is not of use to me, I quickly move on as to not develop poor habits that will knock me off the path to getting to where it is I want to go or be. Let's see. Okay, Jordan asked a Jordan asked a deep one. So let me see. Um, you don't want to watch me because you can't learn from it. Okay, uh, Alejandro said. So would you not go watch a movie because you can't learn from it? So let's let's uh, tie that together because when I was thinking about just even talking about the cat the cat video. For me, depending on the perspective you take, and we talk about this a lot, guys, especially on this call, uh, based on the perspective you take, you could learn a lot from the cat video, right? I could learn, I could watch the cat video with the idea and mindset that I'm going to learn patience because it's not something I particularly, particularly enjoy, but I do understand the value of patience and being able to deal with things that might annoy me. So if I'm watching the cat video with purpose, and that's probably the difference that I needed to clarify to get this point across. So this was a, that was a great um, question, Alejandro, because it can kind of it can give me better, can allow me to better convey what it is I mean by this. If you aren't doing something with purpose, then for me, if I'm not watching something with purpose, if I'm not doing something with purpose, for me, I feel it is a it is it is not the most productive use of my time. It's not the most productive use of the resources available to me. It's not the most productive use of my attention. So if I'm going in to watch these cat videos with the purpose of developing my patience and my willingness to, um, to uh, grow internally from that perspective, then watching cat videos can be a great tool. And resource. If I feel as though I'm starting to be cold to the world and I'm not being uh, interpersonal relationships or uh, my social interactions are are numbing because I'm becoming cynical, right? I may then with, uh, watch cat videos with the purpose of finding more spirituality, right? Or uh, or finding that inner fulfillment or if I want to better understand my coworker or my friend and they love cat videos and they're obsessed with cats and that's their whole life and that's their livelihood, to better connect, I may then be watching this video with purpose to hopefully try to learn and see it from their perspective so I could take um, so I can so I can take a deeper level of understanding out of that and, and improve my empathy as a human being. So don't get me wrong in conveying that I feel that that's useless information. Um, that's probably a lazy way for me of conveying that message for sake of brevity, but that's not what we're here to do, right? We're here to talk about MSL, so we're gonna go a couple levels deep to that. And with that, I'm saying, move with purpose in what you do. If, uh, for, uh, for instance, if there's a new movie out and I'm gonna watch the movie, I may be watching it for entertainment purposes because I enjoy it itself, but I've also, I also find entertainment and joy in watching the movie to better understand the perspective of the character in the movie and then think deeply or try to think about the perspective of the writer when writing the, the dialogue for that character in the movie. So, so I'll say, oh. It's interesting that the that the writer and director used this word as opposed to that word. And why would they use that word as opposed to this one? Oh, okay. This this word 
better conveys the emotion this character is trying to convey in this moment or in this scene. And this greatly aligns with what that character should do in that moment. That's great writing. Okay, awesome. How can I apply how the director or the writer has gone about with this character to that aspect of my life where I see myself being similar to that character in this way? Um, a great show that I love watching from the multiple perspectives of each character and a show that I think has phenomenal writing, it's very funny, is, um, and, um, is Rick and Morty. It's like, it's a, it's an adult cartoon, so, you know, uh, if, if you're the, under the, I don't know what it's rated, but if you're under the age of 18, I'm just going to say disclaimer, make sure you ask your parents if, if it's okay that you watch it first. But I think that that's a great, I think it's just a brilliant show. And um, there's one, there's one particular episode where um, it's like King Tommy of Froompy Land or something like that. And uh, that one really got me thinking because if you haven't, I'd go watch that episode. And two things kind of I'd like for you to try to take away from it when you watch it. One, when you first watch it on the first go around, and probably me even prefacing it, this is already gonna like uh, cloud your ability to look at it from the uh, from from an unbiased perspective. But you know, when you're watching, what's the perspective that you take in paying attention to first? Right, even when the when the episode first starts, when it starts going like, which character are you f most aligning with, or which which one's dialogue, or whose perspective are you agreeing with or following most first most throughout the episode and then after you've gone through and watched it I then watch it again but through the perspective of the king the king Tommy I think it's King Tommy of Frumpy Land right and then and then after you've done that think about it from the perspective of when you are the character who you first aligned with or you're watching through the first time watching the episode and then watch it with the thought of thinking that when are you King Tommy? Analogous to your own situation in life. And I think thinking even just with that will put a lot of things into perspective as to when are you the smartest person in the room and you and you think you're the dumbest and when are you the dumbest person in the room and you think you're the smartest and how does that how does that ripple out to the interactions of the people around you and how they navigate it's very very interesting to think about and I, and I really enjoy that show so I'm looking forward to when that comes back on but hopefully that further clarifies all of that Hamza, H-A-M-Z-A-H, welcome. I made my high school soccer team, but I'm not getting a lot of playing time. What should I do? Um, I think you should sit down and write down all the reasons why you think you aren't making it. Uh, so let me think through. What should you do? Write down all the reasons you think that you're not making it, every single one, and then I want you to categorize it into things that are within your control and things that are outside of your control. And then all the things outside of your control, I want you to ignore that. And then I want you to focus on the things that are within your control and then I want you to prioritize them as to which one is most important for you to focus on and do most. And then do that. And don't not do that. And do that every day for six months. And then let me know what happens as a result of that. And most people won't do that, and that's why most people won't get the playing time. So, that's what you should do. And, obviously, get a copy of our book, because that will help along the way as well, too. But, to me, guys, it's really just developing the right mentality. And that mentality is, even if 99.9% .9 of everything wrong in my world right now is not because of me and it's everybody else, 0.01% of it is because of me and that's what I will focus on and that's what I will work on and that's what I will get good at until it is 100% everybody else. And then when it's 100% everybody else, 
I will accept it. And I will either decide it's not worth my time, effort, and energy, or I will realize there's another 0.01% that is me, and I will focus on that. And that's what I keep doing, and I keep working, and I keep grinding, and I keep putting in the work, and the effort, and time, and energy, and eventually, I find success, I find results, and then I look back, and I reflect on what it is I did, and why, and how I can better use that information to make better decisions moving forward, and I just keep building and growing. You've all heard it, slow and steady wins the race, but guess what, slow and steady's not sexy. Slow and steady's not. Slow and steady doesn't sell, doesn't sell magazines, man. Doesn't sell, you know, we want Lamborghinis and Ferraris. You know what I'm saying? You don't want that little scooter. You know, you don't, you don't want that scooter. If you drive that scooter around for 10 years, you save your money up and you invest well and you make good decisions and you, you know, start a business or two and you create a couple multiple streams of income, then you can own the Ferrari dealership. You drive whatever Lambo, Ferrari, whatever you want for the rest of your life. Or, you know, you can take the shortcut and you can max out all your cards and credit and all this, that and the other, and, you know, buy a Lamborghini or a Ferrari on credit right now, enjoy it for six months and then default on it right away and add a repoed and then drive that scooter for the rest of your life. You can do that. A lot of people do that. So like, which, which are you going to be? That's the choice you get to make. So. Uh, Matra Bach, Brock. Welcome to the call. Um, let's see. CB1413 said, Hey Quincy, would you ever do a training session in DC or DMV region? I think so. I think probably more in the Silver Springs area. We'll probably putting some stuff together. I, I said earlier in the call, I think you joined it a little bit after the fact. Um, we, we just launched our, uh, our B Pro our B Pro division of Perfect Soccer. So Ryan uh, Mash has been helping me build that out for like the last six months. So we've we've built out our individual training sessions and our online soccer mentorship program. So you can get like one-on-one -on -one, um, individual calls with a, with a Perfect Soccer Pro. And we kind of map out your plan, your goals, and we, we meet weekly to kind of, to go through everything and help hold you accountable. Hey, that's in alignment with today's theme, self-accountability. You know, some people need to have a coach to hold them accountable to reach their goals, which is fine. That's cool. If you're honest with yourself and you know that's what you need, then go out and do that. You know, for, for myself, um, there's things I wanted to learn, things I wanted to do. So what I do, I go out and I find someone who has a course online and I go buy it and I go through it and I learn from it. And there's been, I've spent a ridiculous amount of money on my own personal development and um, education, personal like online education over the years. Sometimes, you know, uh, I spend the money and the course isn't the best and it's not okay, but I don't refund it because I learned from, I learned from it. Regardless, I learned from it. Um, I learned that, I learn a lot even from just learning from the process of how the person went about selling me the product is something I learned from. And then I learn how they now may have prevented the ability of doing future business with me because the product that they sold me wasn't up to par. So that taught me to make sure the product that I'm presenting is always over delivering value on whatever it is that I promise or say that it will over deliver because I want to maintain that relationship over time. So even in times where I lose, I win guys, MSL, how do you win? How do you always win? I always win. I always win. I always win. I always win. But in a delusional manner, that is always a win-win for the other person. For me, I always win if my if if the person I work with wins. If they win, I win. So they must win for me to win. If there's no way for them to win and me to win, then I lose. And you can get if you get into that mind state. 
There's very little anyone can tell you about anything. Yeah. Or at least there's nothing no one can say to you, deter you from figuring out what it is you need to do. People can tell you, tell you stuff and you listen, right? But no one's opinion makes you give up on what you know you're capable of doing. And just because you're not capable of doing it now, it doesn't mean you won't be capable of doing it later. Bryant17 underscore, hey, I'm new to your page. Seems good and very helpful. Bryant, happy to have you. I very much recommend you go back and rewatch all of our replays of the Ask the Soccer Pro show so you can get this MSL knowledge dropped and downloaded into your brain ASAP Rocky. As well as, you see that link below. Make sure you go over there and get a free copy of our book. I know you'll get a couple of sweet gems from it. Um, Jordan, I've, I think I've generally heard of match fit conditioning. I don't know anything about the program. I haven't really seen, I haven't done any research or looked into any of it. I don't believe, like I said, um, between playing pro soccer, um, working with the perfect soccer team and our partners, ambassadors, and building all that stuff out, building all the stuff outside of that, and then my investments and then my wife and my son and moving out to this new city. I don't have much time for looking at what other people are doing in, turn, in, in, in those spaces. So that's my long answer of telling you I'm not sure. I couldn't really comment on that. Uh, H-A-M-Z-A-H underscore Mo said, I'm a striker and I want to know how I can train my left foot so it can be as good as my right foot. What should I do? You should train your left foot just as much, if not more than your right foot. That's what you need to do. Simple as that. It's simple to say, but hard to do. And, uh, like I said, there's no shortcuts. There aren't any. And I think the thing, I think that's the thing that's most difficult about what it is that we're doing here at Perfect Soccer. Um, we're selling the truth, and the truth is really hard to sell. You know why? Because the truth isn't what you want to hear. Like, let's say, Quincy, I want to I build a business, and I want to make a million dollars a year. And I'll be like, bro, I'm proud of you. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. I know you can. The way you do it is... For the next 10 years, you can't go out more than one time every three months to hang out with your friends. And you have to save 90% of every dollar that you make. And you have to work for free for a mentor for three years. But you do all that, and in 10 years, you'll make a million dollars a year. And that can be truth, facts, but who wants to hear that? What? No way. This other dude over here says he's got this new, you know... Uh, cryptocurrency coin that if I invest three dollars in I'll be a billionaire in two months because this one dude in some other country I can't pronounce did it so like I'm gonna do that instead and I'm gonna jump from thing to thing to thing over the next 10 years and then in 10 years I'm gonna realize oh man if I just would have started 10 years ago doing what I know I should have I would still be here because this is the way I look at it guys I think most of the people on this call are at least 10 years old, right? So, can you remember 10 years ago? So if you can remember 10 years ago, then that means you made it 10 years. You're here now. So you're either gonna make it 10 years from now or you're gonna be dead. So like one of those two things are gonna be true. You're gonna be here 10 years from now or you're gonna be dead. So why procrastinate on doing what you need to do so you can have whatever it is that you want to have or reach whatever it is you want to reach 10 years from now. Just say any goal you want to achieve, it's going to take you 10 years. Ah, there you go. Let's think about that. I've got like five more minutes before we're wrapping it up here, guys. So I'll go through this and maybe answer the question or two, and then we'll wrap up the episode. But here's, let's have a thought experiment. Let's just say you can accomplish any goal that you want. Any goal that you want, the only stipulation is it's going to take you 10 years to get there. 
I want you to think about it this way. So one, if, but you can only pick one thing, whatever it is. So whatever that is you want to pick, no, it's, it, it's going to be 10 years. You're going to have to put in work to get there for 10 years, but it can be whatever you want. So first and foremost, if you're going to dream, dream big. So whatever number you come up with, so let's come up with a number right now. Come up with a number in your head right now. And if you guys can't type, type down, okay, there you go. I'm trying to win an MLS cup. I know I have the potential, but not the connections. What can I do? There you go. That's one. So drop down some things that you want to accomplish in 10 years. What do you want to do in 10 years? What's something you want to do in 10 years? So let's say it's possible. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can accomplish it in 10 years. Be richer than Warren Buffett. <laughs> okay, I'm person. That's a big one. I like that. You're dreaming big. I want to win the ball and door. Okay. To play. Okay, Brian said, hope to play in a good soccer team. Keenan Hampton said, play in the 2026 World Cup for the U.S. Uh, do ankle weight. Tell them, oh, no, that's not. <laughs> I want to play pro for Chivas Guadalajara. Okay. Either Prem or La Liga. If not, uh, play pro, be an engineer. I like that. There you go. Okay. So switching it up. So let's say you could accomplish that goal in 10 years. Um, what, what I'm wanting to know is, okay, so there's two things. One, let's say you're either gonna be at your goal in 10 years or you're gonna be dead. Like that's what we're talking about here. So the way that you get to your goal is if you build out what your goal is and let's say you work backwards from year 10. What do you have to do in year nine? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Month six, month three, month two, month one. Get crystal clear with that. So I know you guys hear me saying this and the problem is you're not gonna do this, but I want you to prove me wrong. I want you to do this. Write out your goal, spend an hour doing this. Write out your big time goal and then write out the step. What's the step before? What's the step before joining a Premier League team that you've got to do before you get there? Right? What is that? You've got to, you, you have to have been seen on the international stage. So it means you've got to make the men's national team. Okay, well, before that, what do you have to do? All right, before you get on the men's national team, you have to probably play considerable minutes for an MLS team and do very well, score multiple goals or be solid at whatever position you play. And before you do that, you have to uh, get on trial with a team or at least be connected with an agent that can get you on trial with that team. And not only do you have to do that before, uh, or sorry, before that, you'd have to do very well at your trial and exceed to the point that they give you a contract. Then you'd have to have an agent or do that. Then you'd have to have contacts to get in contact with the agent. Then before that, you'd have to know how to get in contact with an agent. And then before you even got that, you'd have to be at a decent enough level to be able to the point where the agent would work with you. You get what I'm saying? So let's, let's work backwards. All of those things. Get it back to the point that you are here right now. And then what's that one step forward that you need to make towards that goal. Once you get laser focused clarity like that, I will say that there will be very few goals that you cannot accomplish in a 10 year time scale. The one that I don't think you can accomplish in 10 years, but you can prove me wrong, is having more money than Warren Buffett. I think the way in which you'd have to do that is you really have, I can think of ways that you do that. We just spoke about cryptocurrencies. You probably have to launch your own cryptocurrency, but one that was a utility coin that actually provided a lot of value to the system. But if you did that, you could probably create more wealth than Warren Buffett. So how could you figure out how to do that in the next 10 years, right? So any and all goals are achievable, guys. You just got to break them up into the small, small steps that matter today, which ties back to the beginning of our call where I said, if the little things don't matter, then do it anyway. And for me, I'm of the opinion, I'm of the mindset that the little things do matter because the little things over time build up into exponential results. So in 10 years, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, year seven, year nine, ten, then you get it. 90% of the growth happens in the last, what, 10% of time? So, we've got one minute left in the live. Guys, I hope you got a lot out of today's call. You know, self-accountability, what are you gonna hold yourself accountable to? 
How are you going to achieve your goals? Please do what I said in terms of breaking down your goals into actionable things that you are going to do moving forward. As always, as always, follow us on YouTube if you haven't already. Get a free copy of our book. And guys, sign up for our uh, mentors program by going to perfectcyberskills.com slash bpro. Now, I very much love this community. I'm very happy to have you guys as a part of it. I'm glad you guys join me every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. We'll keep doing this um, for as long as I'm able to provide value to our community. So I hope you guys got a lot out of it. I've got about 15 seconds left here. So again, I appreciate you guys being here. If you could take a screenshot of this, share it on your account, let people know about how the live went and what you've gotten out of working with Perfect Soccer. I'd love to share that on our account and my personal account. I'll see you next week. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.